Hello and welcome to episode 115 of the True Achievements podcast. With me today, I have Jack. Hello. And Dave. Hello. Hi. I'm Rich, by the way. <laughs> um, I've never introduced myself, I probably said, just in case. So we got very limited what we've been playing because we had a disaster in the GTAC last week. And I think both Jack and I just felt a bit drained and gamed out. Uh, <laughs> I'd been putting, I don't know how, 43 hours into Far Cry 5. Uh, and I just needed a little break. So I've barely played anything apart from the streams. Uh, in fact, I haven't played anything apart from the streams. <laughs> barely equals none. Dave, you've played a little bit of GP Renegade Riptide. Yeah, I had. I played it last week, and then I had four achievements left, so I went and mopped them up, finished that game now. And then, like you... Hey! <laughs> we haven't had one of them for a while. Like you, I was just getting a bit depressed of forcing myself to play stuff that I didn't really yeah. want to play. And it's like I had I had in the back of my mind that Far Cry ratios are probably breakers for GTSC, and I wanted to play Origins, but I've got all the grindy stuff at the end left. Mm. So I kind of just... I couldn't be bothered. And <laughs> so we've, we've gone out of GTSC this week as well. Oh, you've gone out as oh, well? Oh, have you? Yeah. Like, I got a decent score for them four achievements. It was like a 1,000 TA or something like that for them right. four. So, and then Treasy did all right. And then I noticed we were a bit shy on Wednesday. I put a 2,000 bonus on. Then we still went out by like 250 you have spare bonuses yeah just i just totally forgot to look like it it was i think did we do yeah we did a bonus stream on wednesday didn't we yeah so that's awful i forgot <sighs> to look and then yeah we were out but i'm kind of relieved to be honest yeah it does take it out of you doesn't it we april was our target so we were quite happy to get that the weird thing is that the first couple of weeks the um even when people were enthusiastic about it the cutoff was about 2000 points per team yeah um, but we we're well above 4,000 in the last couple of weeks, and it just it takes it out of you, I think. Because you have to play rubbish games that are quick, and then sometimes they don't work like North. Um, <laughs> You've got to steer clear of a new title sometimes as well. Yeah, yeah well, I of didn't decay. Do that. Yeah. yeah. That probably uh, caused us no. Oh, don't blame me. I didn't me. play anything that week, so I can't say anything. Yeah, exactly. Right, let's talk about streams. So we did play, we did put some proper time into some new games. On Wednesday, we played Extinction. Was that Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday, we played Extinction, the day it came out. So Extinction is a action-slashy, hack-and-slash type game where you are like a, a knight with a sword uh, and you are protecting a village. Each level is very, very similar to the previous level, which is... Uh, one of the issues of the game that we'll come on to in a bit. But basically, there's there's buildings around the city. There are villagers standing around shiny poles for <laughs> for reasons which are not not made clear. They all sort of group. It's almost like they're playing swing ball uh, without the ball or the tennis rackets. But yeah, there, there's like groups of two or three villagers around a pole. Um, and then as you approach them, these little sort of demon things appear like orky type things, and they're quite hardcore. Um, there's only one button, really, to press, at least when you're in sort of hand-to-hand combat mode, which is X. Uh, there, are, there are various combos built around holding X down and having little pauses between your Xs, and there's, I don't know. It, but basically, we just button-mashed X for pretty much constantly the whole game. Um, the animations are really nice, so you sort of you move super fast. You can get around the landscape really quickly. You've got a really powerful jump, your your sword animations are pretty cool. They leave like a trail around, so it's all quite it's all quite fun that stuff. 
as you save the villagers and kill the orcs, you power up your sword. There's a little power bar that, that goes up on the right. And then all of a sudden, this enormous giant monster thing will appear. What were they called? Do you remember what they were called? Ravenellis or something? Ravenellis, yeah. Ravenelli. yeah. Uh, like the famous Derby striker. <laughs> um, and they're massive and they have specific... I mean, to be honest, the game is incredibly repetitive and that's the problem with it. But they are very similar in how they look and the size of them. They're all just these massive fellas, basically green fellas. Bit sort of hulkish. And when I say massive, I mean like seriously massive. Maybe 20 times the height of your character. Absolutely enormous. And they have um, various bits of armor on their body. So they might have um, some stuff around their ankles, uh, some stuff around their wrists, and then they might have a helmet on. And you, the idea is that you have to smash the, the bits of armor that are around the legs uh, and the wrists, and then you can cut off their limbs. <laughs> sounds quite weird. It's quite weird, really. But once you've got rid of the armor, then their limbs become available to, to slash, and you, you can literally cut them off. And obviously, if you cut off someone's legs, they collapse to the floor. That gives you more access to get to their arms because they've dropped a considerable distance. And then you can sort of climb up their back towards their head, and if you smash through the helmet as well, then you can do uh, like a death slash and chop their head off. It's quite weird. It's quite weird to explain. It's quite weird to play. And the camera angles, <laughs> you sort of have to control yourself a bit. So because because of the size of these things, you're constantly trying to attack them from the air. You're, you're having to jump up and um, maybe jump off a bit of their elbow in order to get access to their to the armor that's on their wrists and stuff. And then you're trying to control the camera at the same time. And as you press the left trigger, the time slows down a bit. So you can... You can actually sort of angle yourself to get a decent hit in, but it is tricky and it took a while to get used to it. By the end of it, we, we were sort of chaining jumps and attacks together quite nicely. But the only variation comes in the the armor that the, the massive dudes have and the number of them that you have to kill. So rather than it being a huge area of wooden armor around an ankle, it might be a metal armor that's got a padlock on it. So rather than having a big target to aim at, you've got to only hit the padlock, which is much smaller. And obviously, these guys are moving around quite quickly. So it's quite it's, it was quite tricky. And then, and were these the big of, dudes there from the start of the levels, or did yeah. you have to kill them um, to start with? Then the kind of big dudes would suddenly appear. It varied a bit. I think some of the levels they were there pretty much straight away. But you need to you need to rescue some villagers and, and kill some of the little dudes in order to get some power on your sword because you can't kill the guy until you've got a fully fully charged weapon <laughs> um, but the, the variety just came from the number of massive dudes and the type of armor that they had on their on their legs so once you got through the first chapter of four levels there was another four levels in chapter two and these were the guys that had metal and then beyond that rather than having one padlock they might have four padlocks on that does sound a bit repressive, doesn't it? It It was just the same over and over. And it was we found it quite tricky at the start because the, the camera angle stuff is the hardest bit about it. There was quite a lot of shock from the stream that it was a full price title. Most people were expecting it to be a sort of half price title, but it is a full price, 45 or 50 pounds, 60 bucks title. And in, to be honest, the production value is make it look like it it's just the repetitive nature of the levels it, i'd have felt shortchanged if i'd played i mean it might dramatically change after four or five chapters 
but I'd be surprised. It didn't look like it was going to massively change. But it was fun. It was um, very fast action, fast paced. And once you got the grips of the camera, moving the camera angle around, it was quite satisfying taking down one of these massive, you know, massive orc dudes. Anyway, we got five achievements for 100 Gs. And it was an interesting game. I think if it's on sale, I would I would get it because I, I did really enjoy what I played of it. It's just by the end, I was already bored or getting, getting to bored. <laughs> There were some other modes, though, weren't there? Um, there was a, like a, a hordy type mode and a time attack type mode. Um, so it wasn't just the, the campaign story. There was a bit more to it. But again, those were exactly the same principles as far as I can it's see. It's just like the campaign without the campaign. But it sounds like yeah, the campaign without, didn't have much campaign anyway. having to skip, <laughs> We had to skip all the chat. There's quite a lot of dialogue that pops up. Okay. And the annoying thing is if you die and it pushes you back to the beginning, it makes you do all the dialogue again. It's like, oh... Which is quite annoying. Um, but it, it looked good. Um, it was certainly pretty, and it played pretty well. It was just it was just pretty dull. Uh, after two hours playing, it started to feel a bit repetitive. Um, the next day, we played something that I found myself spectacularly good at, uh, which was Robocraft Infinity. Uh, this is a mech-building game where once you built your mech, you then go and play a massively online multiplayer Deathmatch thing. Actually, it wasn't massively multiplayer. It was about 5v5 or 6v6 deathmatch thing. So you build, you build a, like a ship, which to start with, you get access to some generic um, mechs, I guess you'd call them, one of which looked a bit like a chicken. Um, and you can, there's like an edit mode where you could add extra bits to it, add CPUs, add extra lasers. Um, and all of it needs to be balanced. So the more lasers you add, the more weight it has, the more power it needs, the slower it moves, uh, etc. To be honest, I couldn't be bothered with all that. I just wanted to get out there and fight. So we took the first basic ship um, and went into... There's a bit of a tutorial mode that showed you how to move around and stuff, but then went into a battle thing. And it was, I think it was five versus five. The maps were reasonably large and you had to go and capture points so very similar to um, most games where they have like three points that you have to capture. Um, all the points you have in your control as means your score goes up faster for your team. Um, but it's quite cool because all, all the um, crafts that everyone was driving, all the mechs that people were using, they built themselves. So there's no like predefined graphics for this. Everything was having to be rendered in real time and they didn't know what anything was going to look like, which I thought was quite well done because it wasn't... There was a little bit of connecting to server between each game, but it wasn't too bad, and it, it seemed to move reasonably well. There was a bit of slowdown on the frame rate when there was maybe five or six ships on, on screen at once, but it's quite enjoyable that all the weapons had pretty much auto-locking, so you only had to aim in the general direction of what you were trying to hit um, in order to shoot it. But it was interesting. So you can obviously focus more on building your ship's armor up to make it more powerful, or you can focus on uh, weapons... Um, the problem I found with it was that it looked like in order to buy any new stuff, you had to earn an awful lot of credits. So to buy extra ships or to buy specialist parts for your ship, we were talking thousands of credits. And even after probably two hours play, we had 480 credits. Wow. So, you know, you're talking a long investment to that get. incentivizes the um, microtransactions and bundles. Yes, I believe you can pay for credits directly with cash. But there was like a massive um, library of different mechs you could download. But 
most of them you had to pay for. Some of them were free. And I think you'd, you were, you were almost like downloading the design and then it will build it for you. And then you obviously you can modify all that stuff from there in the editor. But it was interesting. Again, I found after two hours, I felt like I'd seen most of what the game had to offer. I guess the most fun stuff is in building your own crafts. Um, but that seemed like a big investment of time. Uh, for potentially little reward because you've got no idea how it's going to perform in battle until you're <laughs> until you're actually out there getting killed. But it was quite interesting. I got four achievements for ninety Gs uh, in the two hours. But that doesn't describe the domination. No, the, I did dominate. I was I generally had a much higher kill death ratio, and I was assisting, and I was I was doing pretty well, wasn't I? Yeah. And normally I'm terrible at games like that. I'm putting my cards on the table early. <laughs> Then yesterday we played Minute. Now, this is a game like I've never played before. You basically have to... You have a minute to do a bit of stuff. And I guess you, they were calling it Rogue Light. So any items you find in that minute, you keep for the next time you play. So after a minute, you just die, basically. It's a side-on, very pixelated, mono, monochrome... Uh, adventure game I guess you're like it looks like something from 1980 graphics are well functional <laughs> you could even call them that uh, check out some pictures of it you won't believe it's a game that came out this week when you see the when you see the screenshots um, but there's a bit of a story going on you'll get clues as you wander around it's quite a big map um, and as you collect each item it will open up more of the map to you to go and find more items again it was sort of quite repetitive but interesting I think that's the nature of a game though isn't it if you've only got a minute and you're starting from yeah. the same point each time I've seen I think the graphics probably lend themselves to that as well because there's not a lot to take in if you're looking at it so you can't yeah. get distracted you're just kind of you, sprinting through the zone it's quite clever because you start from the same house at each time until you get to the point where you find a different house and a key for it and then you can set that as your base so from that point on you can start from that house every time and then you unlock a teleporter which then allows you to um, fast travel between different areas and it's stuff like you'll need um, a watering can to put out a fire to access a different area and then the, the whole of the first hour we were just trying to get coins you need to collect seven coins so you can buy some sneakers uh, aka trainers uh which would allow you to move fast enough to cross a particular area before the minute ran out to get to the other side to set that as your new base. So it was it was actually quite fun. I think Ollie was Ollie was in control. He was quite enjoying it. We got ten achievements for two hundred and twenty five gamer score, but it was good. I would recommend watching some videos if you like. I think it was quite satisfying. It was a perfect game to stream because people that had played it before could give us a little bit of some clues as to where we needed to go to pick some stuff up. Um, I did um, yeah, tune into the stream chat for a second. A lot of people seemed surprised at how kind of into it they were getting just from watching it. And there's some comparisons to a game called Half Minute Hero. Yeah. Similar concept, but 30 seconds and a smaller kind of world, less adventure. Yeah, probably better graphics, though, I'd imagine. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but if, I, don't, I don't even know how you describe the game. I suppose it's like a, an adventure game that lasts a minute with terrible graphics, but a fun story. There you go. That's my review. Stick that up on the site. Enjoyable, though. Uh, weirdly enjoyable. I looked at it, I was like, this is just garbage. And then after 10 minutes, I was really into it. So um, that tells its own story. And then yesterday, uh, finally, we played Dangan Fever on, which is, wow, a Japanese bullet hell vertical scrolling shooter. 
with various different game modes and a ton of relatively straightforward achievements. But when I say bullet hell, I mean that screen is full. And I guess it's a conversion of an arcade cabinet because both the, the screen is vertically split into thirds or horizontally split into thirds. So the middle third vertically is the game. And then there's just on either side, there are just panels of numbers that are telling you like combos and the score for the stage and your health and just a million other things. Uh, but you're so focused because everything's just going completely crazy. You're just focused on that middle third of the screen. And I think for maybe 15 minutes, I didn't blink. I was just, <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just so focused on trying not to get shot. There's five stages. As I say, four or five different game modes. One of them is super easy game mode, which we used to complete the game. Uh, that mode is super cool because if you stay below a certain line on the screen... Uh, as soon as you're about to get hit by a bullet, you'll drop a bomb, which will protect you uh, as long as you have a bomb left. So I completed the game on that difficulty level, no problem at all. And we're just popping achievements left, right, and center, really. We've got 22 achievements in the hour for 510 gamer score. Uh, I think that game is relatively easily completable. When I say easily, I reckon you'd do it in three hours, probably. Annoyingly, the two-player, it says it's got two-player option in the menus, but we couldn't get the second controller to launch the game at all because uh, I think in co-op it would have been quite fun, although even more insane because uh, <laughs> there was plenty of bullets already as it was. There's different ships to choose from, different weapons and stuff. Um, anyway, if you like vertical scrolling shooters, you will like it, I pretty much guarantee you. The score on the site has currently got a 4.7 out of 5 uh, user score, which some people were quite surprised at in the chat. Um, from 12 votes maybe they're the entire um, development team wasn't development it? team yeah. of Cave have gone on to TA and given it 5 out of 5 but you will be able to complete that game if you're in any way good at shooters god I've talked for a lot there haven't I what are we streaming next week Dave you are playing Owl Boy which I know nothing about and then Hellblade which looks really cool playing both of them on Tuesday and then on Thursday it's Regalia of Men and Monarchs Royal Edition and Deep Ones. Deep Ones. So Hellblade. Hellblade, it was the BAFTAs last night, um, which are the British... Well, they are film and television awards, but they now have a games um, section. So the BAFTA Games Awards were last night. I think they do it to coincide with REST because they know everyone's around London. Um, and Hellblade won five BAFTAs. Wow. Uh, so I've decided that that is the next game I'm going to play. I need something slightly different. I mentioned that on Twitter this morning that that was the one I, I was about to play, and lots of people were quite excited about it. So uh, Mark, editorial manager Mark, it was his game of the year last year on PlayStation. It's finally come to Xbox last week, I think it released. Maybe even this week. This week, yeah. Um, this week, yeah. So we're streaming that next week. I'm going to be playing it myself too. Um, if you are in any way interested in a game that's won an absolute bucket load of awards, come to our stream on Tuesday next week. We will be giving away a copy of the game. The achievements for that one don't look too bad either. It's all They're all secret, so I don't know how you would know. All main storyline bar one, which is for collectibles. Okay. Yeah, the collectible okay. one, though, you can, there's no kind of level select or anything, so you need to make sure you Ooh, miss them up as you go. I don't know whether it's a long campaign. I know nothing about it at all. I asked someone earlier that said they were having fun with it, and uh, they said it's a hack-and-slash puzzle adventure. Yeah, hack-and-slash puzzle none adventure. Of which are, I know, none of which are any, any, of the format or yeah. any of the genres that I would normally play, so I might end up hating it, but Graphics, there's a lot though, of love for it out there. The game looks pretty amazing for like a... a, a cheapish title it looks really nice i was watching some of the the clips on ta yesterday 
Some of the oh, game, okay. Some of the game clips, and yeah, it's surprising how nice it looks, to be honest. Mm. Good. Okay, well, I'm going to start playing that, so I will be talking about that next week. Um, we should all start playing. Come on, let's all play. It's supposed to be very good. So Xbox One X enhanced as well, so it should look amazing on the console. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, we haven't got the news story for this, but um, Red Dead was uh, Xbox One X enhanced as of yesterday, I believe. And some I watched some of the videos last night. Polygon put a, a long one up. Uh, it looks inc- absolutely incredible. Um, and then Digital Foundry did a comparison this morning, so I had a quick look at that this morning as well. It looks seriously good compared to the original. I mean, you sort of forget how good the original looks, but on the X it looks absolutely stunning. So check that out if you have read that and you haven't finished it like me. I've got the night. Um, what was it? Zombie Nightmares DLC, which I never even started. Yeah. That might be a good opportunity to go and go and play that. Okay, let's move on to some regular news. All right, so speaking of award-winning games, this one definitely didn't win any. What did I miss? Avatar, The Last Airbender, The Burning Earth, has reappeared on the Xbox Marketplace. So obviously it's famous for its five minutes, 1,000 gamers score just by pressing, I can't read. It's button. pushing the B button, isn't it? It's yeah, like B a button 50 10, times. 20, <laughs> 50 or something. <laughs> so it... it did get delisted. Uh, obviously, recently, THU Nordic announced that they'd picked up a load of Nickelodeon properties and Avatar has reappeared. So if you don't have it, you can get on it. But it's £15 still. That's, it's £15, but that's still quite a steal because I think the physical is quite difficult yeah, to come across now. Yeah, yes, and it it's expensive. I remember I ended up renting it. I joined a rental site to get it. but it was Just to get it. Yeah, eBay <laughs> was like 30 quid or something a few years ago, so... Um, this is arguably the most fav- famous, easy achievement game in the world ever. Yeah. So it does feel quite a momentous occasion that they stuck it on the marketplace. It was. It, uh, I I would imagine I'll be playing it for GTA <laughs> next year. <laughs> it was different days, but like now, there's quite a few. Every week, there seems to be an easy completion yeah. game. Like agreed. This was the the first. There was, I remember when I started getting into gamer school. There's probably about ten games. That were actually yeah, under awesome a me. couple of under a couple of hours, yeah. And there was um, a CSI game. That was yeah, oh, I might have played that. So bad. <laughs> CSI Miami or whatever it's called. That took ages though to complete. That's that's garbage. It was a few easy ones, and that was one of them. But yeah, love it. Uh, next bit. We've all been asking for more Splinter Cell. And they they put up a teaser. I, I got really excited. I was looking on Twitter, and they suddenly showed like you know the, putting on the headset, and it said tune in tomorrow. And I was like, what's this? Then I noticed yeah. they tweeted it from the Wildlands account. account. I was like, this <laughs> doesn't make sense. But yeah, it's Splinter Cell's joining Ghost Recon for like a special mission, which I, I don't really understand. It's a bit underwhelming, like isn't it? I think so everyone funny. was expecting like a game or a trailer or I don't know. But. Yeah, it's a bit weird. There's uh, quite a bit of information, so I'll link to the story. I have a read through it, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not liking it. Like I really thought that they were just going to say, oh, there's another Splinter Cell coming. And it was like, it's a level, a mission. Maybe this in. is a precursor for that later on in the year, we can hope. It probably makes yeah, sense. Yeah, well, exactly. It? The fact that they've obviously gone and got a load of new assets. Yeah, it shows they're keeping the IP alive to some degree, doesn't it? Does. It does. So. I'm excited. Yeah, if yeah, That's what we need. I used to really like those games. Oh, they were brilliant. Mm. So, yeah. A bit too stealthy for me, though. I used to go in like all guns blazing and die. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? The, the I one loved the really... um, pause system in one of the... <laughs> 
recent ones and it kind of projected all of the elements of the menu onto the environment around you yeah well, oh, well i was just about to say yeah, yeah. no the, the it was the storyline as well so as you were playing through they would they would have story elements on the walls it was very cool which one was that conviction was it for conviction um, or blacklist it definitely wasn't blacklist i haven't played that one i think it was conviction but yeah hopefully we might get something at e3 uh this weekend you can play halo 5 guardians for free if you're a gold member that's from the 12th to the 15th, so it's already live. Get on that if you want to give it a go. And then uh, it's on sale for 20% off if you do want to purchase it afterwards, or you can obviously play it through Game Pass. And it's, a, it's a, I thought it was an enjoyable campaign. I, I didn't love it because I wasn't really not crazy into the Halo franchise. But... I still haven't finished the campaign. I uh, <laughs> leached off some somebody else had checkpoints at a couple of save points so I could get some easy achievements for another site contest a few years ago and I've never been back to it. <laughs> um, and then last bit, did the Inside Xbox stream last week, or middle of this week actually, wasn't it? So there's some big news coming up for that from Jack. But one of the things he announced was there's going to be a free-to-play day or weekend i think starting on april the 19th for player unknown battlegrounds so if you haven't Yay. been tempted to pay, purchase it you can give it a go for free obviously there's no achievements you have to worry about that i will probably do that i think should do um i haven't played it properly yet so i will look forward to getting into that april 19th so that's next weekend yeah and it's still being pretty well supported like i keep seeing probably weekly a new update about yeah i think it's quite a different game to when it launched on xbox uh what was that november i think yeah maybe no it's december wasn't it It was the last game that came out oh yeah Uh, so it's four months ago and i think they've done an awful lot in that time so if you look if you've looked at it four months ago and thought this looks shanky i don't think it looks anywhere near as shanky as it did then so (laughs) check it out Uh, back impact news yeah so big uh big one this week so on the xbox inside Outside Xbox. Outside, outside Xbox. Inside. Inside Xbox. Inside Xbox, <laughs> yeah. Outside, inside. Shake it all about. Um, <laughs> on that show, they uh, teased that there was going to be some original Xbox back compat news, and there was a lot of it. So a couple of days before, we actually picked up um, five of the titles that did appear. Um, but they've announced um, that six Xbox 360 games are receiving 4K enhancements. Um, as of 10th of April, there's a Darksiders, Gears of War 2, Portal 2, Red Dead Redemption, Sonic Generations, which is actually new to back compat that day as well, and Star Wars for Force Unleashed. So there's all 360 games that are now upgraded to work with 4K on your Xbox One X, which is great to see so many developers, developers supporting old... Um, they don't have titles. to do anything. The Red Dead code was not even touched. Oh, wow. Okay, yep. Yeah, which is incredible. Yeah. And then we've had 19 new original Xbox games as well. So 88 of them are going to be available on the 17th of April. That's Blinks for Time Sweeper, Breakdown, Conquer Live and Reloaded, Hunter the Reckoning, Jade Empire, Panzer Dragoon Auto, SSX 3, and the big one was Morrowind, The Elder Scrolls 3. SSX3, though. Yeah, that as well. <laughs> yeah. And then on the 26th of April, 11 more are going to be available, and those are Destroy All Humans, Full Spectrum Warrior, Mercenaries Playground of Destruction, MX Unleashed, Panzer Elite Action Fields of Glory, 
And then in a load of Star Wars games, Battlefront, Battlefront 2, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, Jedi Starfighter, Knights of the Old Republic 2, and Republic Commando. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, loads of classic titles in there. Yeah. Knights of the Old Republic is supposed to be very good. And Morrowind, obviously, with people getting very excited about as well. Cool. So, have we had any questions this week, Dave? We have. We've had, once again, too many, so we've had to trim it down, I'm afraid. Question of the week is from Leo Mulligan. He asks, do you foresee Nintendo continuing to have games with achievements? Why do you think they chose Minecraft to have them when they've never had an award system like this before? Okay, so let's clarify exactly what's happened here. So, Minecraft has added achievements to the Nintendo Switch version of Minecraft. Um, just as they have done with the Android, the iOS, the Apple TV. Yes, there really is an Apple TV version. However, they aren't Nintendo achievements, in quotes. They are Xbox achievements. So they will unlock and you will see them on TA uh, because they are part of the Xbox micro uh, ecosystem rather than Nintendo's own systems. So Nintendo haven't really had a great deal to do with this. I would imagine that they had the power to veto that, mm. I would guess, yeah. which they have not decided to do. But they certainly haven't had to do anything themselves in order to make this happen. Um, so I have no uh, idea if they plan to have games with achievements in or whatever they decide to call them. Uh, but I would guess not. To be honest, Nintendo's online focus is a bit uh, poo. <laughs> They're, like the friend system is terrible. You need a friend code. to You can't just go and find people by their tags. It's garbage. So I think their focus will continue to be, as it's always been, on producing amazing single-player games. As more and more stuff is getting ported to Switch, it does feel like the... I guess, they, I mean, they must have the money to invest in something like that. But I imagine the first thing they want to do is sort out their friend system and sort out their online. So it's a bit, it's a bit better because you need, you need that backbone before you can put something like an achievement system in place. But I imagine the next Nintendo system might have them uh, eventually one day, maybe. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think there's any massive urgency on their behalf to get, get a system in place at the moment. I think it's a lot of titles that do come out on the Switch, so some of them are released on other platforms as well. So yeah. uh, Darkest Dungeon, that's one that comes to mind, and that obviously has Xbox achievements. So it's got some stuff in the code behind and I imagine they're just straight ports. It's the same shared code base because it'd be crazy to develop them independently. So all the stuff is there, the developers done it. They just need that over-the-top system to actually hook into, don't they? Yeah, but they don't have one. Dave? Well, I think this is the one and only. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless they it's bring the out... the Hawks game. Um, unless they bring out Wordament again or something like that, yes. which did it yeah, on quite. iOS and Android. It's a pretty cool system if you've done Android and played Wordament or Minecraft. It's just like the login screen, you know, like the Xbox Live login screen. You put your details in and it's connected. But obviously, it's the, like the, every version of Minecraft has had achievements apart from the two, well, the three PlayStation versions, which obviously... Are, have must have said no we want trophies instead and microsoft went okay but yeah i can't see it happening again no me neither uh good question though thanks Dio. 
Joe Carter asks, I was thinking about <laughs> completions lately. What's the, what are the statistic things for completed games per gamer games played? Mean, median, mode, whatever means the most common. Uh, she tries to keep herself at 50% completed, started, and also the new Tim Raider movie <laughs> is... <laughs> okay, um, so I'm guessing that you mean achievement, uh, the completion percentage that everyone has a badge on their homepage. It was quite not obvious exactly what you meant, but if you mean completion, I went for that because you said you'd like to keep yourself over 50%. So the average completion percentage on the site is actually quite a lot higher than I expected. Have you got a guess, Jack? Uh, 38%. (laughs) You bugger. (laughs) (laughs) So the completion percentage on the site is actually a bit higher than I thought. The average completion percentage, and this is for own DLC setting, because that's the best one, uh, is 38%, (laughs) 37.99%, which is higher than I thought. I don't know if that's exactly what you meant, but that is the average completion percentage on the site. If that wasn't what you meant, please um, let us know exactly what you meant. Fifty <laughs> percent is definitely good. I'm on forty-two, I think, or I was on forty-two. I'm probably less than that now. I'm on about sixty, yeah. sixty-five or something. There was a time when I wanted to get above fifty, but those days are long gone. I now. used to be above, uh, I think, almost ninety at one point, which was a bit mental. But wow, how times have changed. <laughs> yes. Wow, Dave, what are you on? Um, Around 81, 82, I think. Oh, show off. <laughs> the thing is, uh, that's why I got into achievements in the first place because I just thought I was wasting money by playing games for 10 minutes and then jumping back onto yeah. Call of Duty. So it was it like always an aim to try and get as many yeah. as possible. You're on 82 and a half. Bosh. Probably much, Bosh indeed. much worse if you remove my DLC settings. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, yeah. We won't do that. <laughs> uh, next question is from the second of the triplos. It's Alan Triplo. Uh, Any relation? Possibly. It, I don't know. It's not a particular common name, Triplo, is it's it? It's not, is it? So, possibly. Triplo's uh, everywhere. <laughs> Taking over. <laughs> what should Coming I- over here, asking <laughs> our questions. <laughs> uh, what should MS do to get proper single-player exclusives after the success of Horizon Zero Dawn and God of War reviews once again emphasising Sony's advantage in exclusives? Mm. This feels like a regular question, doesn't it? We t- we discussed this every leading up to E3, Gamescom, Game of the Year, voting. <laughs> it's at least a month that we think about this. I don't know. It's, I don't know what they can do. They need to buy some studios studio. with a good pedigree. Yeah. Exactly with a good pedigree that have already got a game that's half written, that's already looking amazing, and they just give them a, a load of money uh, to make it exclusive on Microsoft, uh, and then release it and win. I have a feeling, though, that they would still get even if you... if I reckon if God of War was rebadged um, Gears of War <laughs> exactly the same game and sold on Xbox, it wouldn't get as high reviews. I think there's a bit of an anti Xbox uh feeling in the industry in general not as bad as it used to be like when the xbox one came out i think there was a lot of people that thought they'd muck that up royally and i think they are starting to claw that back but they need some good exclusives i think once they get on a roll of three or four good new ips then um the the tide will turn but we feel like we're a long way from that obviously sea of thieves has been mixed um at best in its reviews 
So yeah, I think we're a long way from that happening, mm. unfortunately. And Sony, the annoying thing is, pretty much every single exclusive that comes out on Sony seems to have a really good score. It's not like they've got loads of duds coming out, uh, unfortunately. So that's just the way it is. Buy both. Sign up to two trophies. I think the two, they've got completely kind of different ways of looking at it. And they're like, Sony seems to be really focused on the single-player games. Yeah. And it's like the, every E3, there's like a, a new... Like, there's loads... There's that... Uh, is it Days Gone that looks really cool that's coming out? Like yeah. a zombie game. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what the other one was. There was like that AI thing that's coming soonish for them. Detroit that, Human. Detroit, yeah. There's yeah. All these, and then Microsoft seems to like focus on more multiplayer stuff and then they, they seem to be like really trendy and they're like oh loot boxes so every game Farza's got loot boxes in it you say there's a focus on multiplayer but even with Sony not focusing on multiplayer the big multiplayer titles are always cross platform and coming out on both anyway yeah, so yeah. you've still got your Call of Duty you've still got your Destiny you've still so there's just yeah. the focus is almost in a place where we're already getting games so then you see either a shift um, or like just acquired somebody another they could build a um, like a super indie studio take all the people for, for at least good ID games and just clunk them <laughs> together mash, into a room mash something together and say build well, a game uh, see what the, happens the money Microsoft has compared to Sony because mm-hmm. Sony was selling off all parts of its company wasn't it, a few years ago and I, I think it's TVs and the PlayStation that pretty much keep yeah, Sony going, whereas Microsoft's massive and got billions. Why can't they just go, sack it, we're just buying everybody? I don't know. I mean, I think they run each department or each aspect as a different company, effectively. So I mean, there was Xbox a, has a big thing Xbox when the one was announced that they were investing, like, it might, I can't remember the figure, it was a billion, maybe a billion plus on, you know, new games for the Xbox One, and it's like, yeah, where are they? Are. Where are they? Yeah. <laughs> They've all gone into a thing, water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a very expensive water uh, technology. I don't know what they can do. They need that's exactly what we're saying. And maybe they've done it. Maybe there are three mm. yeah, well, it, new it, games that are going to be announced for E3 this year. Scale bound, weren't they? You've got to wonder what has mm. happened to those guys now because well, they wasn't. canned the um, game. I, I don't actually know what happened to the studio. Did they? So that studio is still functioning, or was it? I think they burned yeah, yeah, shut a, down of a studio as a, well. No, it's a big studio, isn't it? Big, in, but. Uh, as well, that was that wasn't didn't seem to me like a story based no, game. It was like a co op, and yeah. yeah. So, but it's not a quick fix, though, is it? Like you think no. of a game like God of War has probably been in development for three, four years. Yeah, easy. Yeah, and that, at least that's got a pedigree behind it. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think people a new Gears of War comes out or a new Halo comes out, and people go, "Hmm." A new Gears of War comes out, and the world goes nuts, even though there's already what is this number five? I don't know what number it is, but <laughs> I don't know. It's not a new IP, is it? It's a, it's a, no. uh, you know, people don't seem bored of these games. I don't know whether their release cycle is different. Maybe it's every few years rather than every two years. It just years. seems a bit stale to me, but you can see why they're doing it because if they've already got an established story and stuff, it's easy to either build on that if they've already got all the assets. They've basically oh, already yeah, got a sure. shell of a game and it's just improving on that mm. rather than doing something entirely new. I think that's the scary leap that they need to try and take. Yeah, I mean, Recall had potential. I enjoyed the first first well, few hours of that game. A lot game. of people didn't, though, did they? After the first few hours, a lot of people were complaining, but with the updates that have released, apparently it's so much better now, but okay. everyone probably hasn't gone back to it. 
Yeah, there's definitely potential there. I haven't gone back to it. I haven't gone back to it. And there's definitely potential there. That was a cool, cool of setting, cool characters. The whole, the whole concept of the game was pretty cool. Um, so maybe, and quite often, the first title in a, in a new IP isn't all that. Remember um, the first Assassin's Creed. I mean, that was a repetitive mess. Um, so you know, there's hope for these things. Um, sea of Thieves two <laughs> could, could be amazing. The problem with but we're obviously a long way from that releasing. The problem with see uh, with Recar though is that the damage have been done by the initial reviews being kind of like tepid, above average. Like they were like in the seventies, weren't they? Yeah. Well, so they, they might have fixed all the stuff now. But if somebody's looking for games, Xbox games, you just see that as a seventy on Metacritic. It's not. Can you see the day when a new IP launches on Xbox? And averages over ninety as a single player story driven game because I just I bet I would put money on that not happening in my lifetime. No, and in fact, even like the Halos and the Gears, which are you know well established and obviously going to get people buying them, they seem to be getting worse rather than better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I agree. Different studios making both those games now. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, moving so, on. I don't know. We all sound quite down on it, but I think E3 <laughs> this year. Is- don't ask us questions like this because we all just want to go yeah. go down the pub and drown our <laughs> sorrows for the rest of the day. <laughs> um, fortunately, there's a lot of great cross-platform stuff. You know, Far Cry Five is amazing, and there's going to be more and more amazing. I, don't, I wonder how State of Decay is going to be. I think that'll be interesting because yeah. um, that's probably that that's the next one. Uh, Crackdown's releasing at some point. When is Crackdown releasing? <laughs> Who knows? I, don't know. I can't remember. They get put back again. It was supposed to be Q1, wasn't it? I don't know. Um, State of Decay probably going to be good. I still haven't played the first one yet, so I uh, don't know um, exactly what it's going to be like. But apparently, that's a very good franchise. So let's hope. But I think E3 this year. <laughs> God, deja vu. I've said this every year. Uh, E3 this year will be the one. Yeah, no, we'll see some no new, new stuff. hardware. It's got to be. Isn't it? Well, I'm yeah. guessing no new hardware anyway. Could be they could bring Connect <laughs> Two out of a bag. Xbox One Y, <laughs> Connect X. <laughs> that sounds dodgy. <laughs> um, thank you, Alan. All right. Last question this week is from Ian Triplo. He asks, with all the sudden concern about websites scraping data and the joy of GDPR, does running a website with tons of data have security IG concerns? Um, I spoke a at length about GDPR on the 10 year anniversary podcast. So uh, all the things that we need to do and all the stresses of dealing with all that was in that. So have a listen to that. Uh, it's quite boring for people that don't care about it. So I won't bore you all with it again. But yeah, there are data concerns, but we, you know, we're pretty tech savvy. We'll, we'll, we'll have things in place. We'll be following all the rules to the letter. So you don't need to worry about, about us. New achievement lists. Tons of them again, Mm. as usual. So big one, obviously, was Hellblade. That's got 14 achievements, um, which is quite not as many as you'd think for something like that. But there seems to be a bit of a trend with bigger games at the minute. Mm. Um, Dead Ahead Zombie Warfare, 12 achievements. Earthlock has re-released. So this is almost a remaster of the original release that was only about a year ago anyway. (laughs) <laughs> um, with 34 achievements but if you have the game of the, oh, the uh, games of gold version of it or the physical version you get this copy for free as well so it's like a stack for nothing um, Wise Origin with 30 achievements Masters of Anima with 30 achievements ACA Neo Geo Guru Ren with 12 achievements 
Atomic Heist with 31 achievements, Agatha Knife with 30 achievements, Shantae Half Genie Hero Ultimate Edition with 46 achievements, Die Valhalla with 38 achievements, Corgan with 11 achievements, Drago Dino with 43 achievements, and Shaq Fu A Legend Reborn with 43 achievements as well. I think Shaq Fu is game that was announced years ago and it's just surfaced in the past couple of weeks but it's actually got a release date a lot of people thought Great. it was cancelled and the okay. big one was Minecraft Nintendo Switch with 79 achievements for 1,750 gamer score people will be buying a Switch just to uh, get that <laughs> then, any DLCs? yeah a couple of them so we've got Retribution title update in Overwatch Origins Edition with 6 achievements for 90 gamer score uh, we've got a title update in Overgrowth a title update called Overgrowth in Skyforge with one achievement and the Annihilation update in Ruiner with six achievements for 500 gamer score. Cool. We've got some um, DLC uh, releases this week, which um, we have the Star Wars pinball in The Last Jedi next Tuesday. We have I Hope, which is a new game uh, on next Wednesday. And there's an ACO Neo Geo title next Thursday called ACO Neo Geo Ghost Pilots. Um, Regalia of Men and Monarchs Royal Edition is out today. But that's it. It's a very We've got more achievement lists than game releases, which is weird. Yeah, yeah so relatively quiet releases next week. Um, thank you for joining us today. We will be back next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Do some good gaming. I will be back next week with some news on Hellblade, what I thought of it. Hopefully it's good <laughs> even though it's not my type of game but i think we're gonna have some fun <laughs> uh we'll catch you later bye bye, bye.